Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. We got a full house tonight. We got Governor Patterson, Ed Cox, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself. Now on the line, we have retired DEA special agent in charge, Derek Maltz, former associate special agent in charge of the New York Drug Enforcement Task Force. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Uh, Agent Maltz, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. There's a severe crisis going on in this country. How are we going to protect Martha's Vineyard? What do you have to say about well, that? Well, they're running out of pink pants, right, now to give to all the migrants. Well, hey, listen, thank you for having me back. And I think that's a really interesting decision made to send some of those migrants up there. I mean, they're asking for the open borders. They have sanctuary cities. So good luck with the migrants. Good luck with the migrants. Tell us what else is coming across the border. We just had on Carl Rove uh, moments ago, and he was talking about this tactic that a lot of the coyotes use to get their drugs across the border. Uh, just how bad is it getting? We keep hearing about fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. Well, look, I'm going to a rally on Saturday with families from around the country in Washington, D.C. We're going to go down to the White House. There's a lot of angry families around America because there's just nobody speaking about it from the White House. I mean, the vice president's telling the country that the border is under control. The, the Homeland Security director is telling everyone that he's got operational control of the border. The attorney general is going after parents that care about their kids' education as domestic terrorists. Meanwhile, the real terrorists in Mexico are actually poisoning this country like we've never seen in the history of this country. Just look at the seizures of the fake pills. Just in August, right? A million pills the first week of August in the Dallas, Arizona. Another million pills, 1.6 million seized in a tractor trailer in the Dallas as well. And then look in New Mexico. Just happened first week in September. Over a million pills, $4 million in cash, and 142 pounds of methamphetamine. The country's being flooded with poison. The cartels are working with China, and the White House is asleep. They're asleep at the wheel. And here in New York City, to combat the crisis, as certain clubs and restaurants are giving out fentanyl testing kits because a lot of people don't realize that they're taking a hit of ecstasy or whatever, and it ends up being fentanyl and they die. I mean, obviously, the simple solution would be don't do drugs. But, I mean, that's really scary these days that, you know, even kids that might experiment, a 13-year-old, a 14-year-old could end up dying just on one hit. Well, right now, one of the, the, the largest increases we're seeing is the teenagers. Just in Hollywood, I was in Hollywood this week, just yesterday, two days ago, kids dying in the bathroom in a high school, Bernstein High School in Hollywood, because they took what they thought was Percocet, and it were like four overdoses, one death. And the girl was 15 years old. Oh, my and we God. We see it all over the time. We were in Ohio State in May. They had two kids, pre-med student, one of them, going to graduate, doing the finals, takes what they think is Adderall, dead. Remember, the DEA administrator put out a warning to America that 40% of the pills that they're analyzing have a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl. That means if you seize a million pills, that could potentially kill 400,000 Americans. And you know what? You're right. It's not just the pills. Guys are going out on a weekend snorting lines of cocaine because they think it's cool. That's a recreational thing. Normally, you're not going to die from snorting a line of cocaine, but they're dying left and right. Professional athletes, they're dying. They go out to snort some coke. Celebrities, role models, 
The problem is there's nobody talking about this. There's no education to the middle schools, to the high schools and colleges. And it's really sad because it's chemical weapons are being produced in Mexico right across our border. They're using uh, their nexus, their networks on the border, bring the dope into America. But it's not even dope. It's poison now. It's changed. It's not what it used to be. And nobody can adapt quick enough. And the White House is just not uh, embracing what's going on because of the politics. So, Mr. Moss, tell us about the uh, New York Drug Enforcement Task Force. You were a special agent in charge of it a while ago. It's been around for a long while. It really is a task force. Tell us about it and how's it doing. All right, real quick. My father was in charge there for 11 years. It started in 1970, the oldest and largest drug task force in America, NYPD, DEA, and New York State Police. I was in charge for about two years. Greatest experience I ever had in drug law enforcement because I learned so much from all those warriors on the front lines of New York City. Right now, they're doing great. I mean, look, DEA last year alone, geez, one ton of fentanyl. It only takes two milligrams of fentanyl to kill a person, and they seized a ton just in New York alone. I have a lot of friends in New York in the task force, the strike force, and also the DEA division working with Homeland Security Investigations and the other agencies. They're doing some pretty good work. But the problem is just look what happened. Bridget Brennan is a great prosecutor in New York. I've known her forever. She's really good. She's great with the media. And guess what happens? They lock up two Mexican cartel guys with 165 pounds of meth. They have to release them. Because of the antiquated old drug laws in America, they couldn't even, in New York, they couldn't even keep these cartel operatives in jail. That's the so so-called bail reform law. Yeah, we have so many, uh, you know, antiquated policies. We can't even stay up with the bad guys now because their communications are all encrypted. And you know what? Everyone needs to hear that the Chinese are providing all the money laundering services for the Mexican cartels. That's why if you read... Recently, to some of the breaking stories, China's purchased over $6 billion in property and real estate in America, and the majority of those purchases are by cash. You know why? Because yeah. the Chinese students that are here in visas are picking up multi-millions of dollars from the Mexican cartels in our country. Wow. And they're also supplying the chemicals for the fentanyl. The is chemicals. This, is this a declaration of war by China at this point? Well, look, I will tell you that based on my years of experience, my DNA from my father and everyone I've talked to and the experts on the Communist uh, Chinese Party, I personally believe it's part of their unrestricted warfare. They're sending poisonous chemicals to our country. They're using now the cartels as the proxy to do the dirty work, just like Iran uses Hezbollah to do their dirty work. It's the same concept. The cartels are making a fortune they're actually making billions of dollars selling all these substances. They, not, they don't need the plant-based substances anymore. They have synthetic you know, substances that are cheaper, more addictive. And now that you know, they're selling the uh, rainbow-colored drugs, so they look like sweet tarts and Skittles because they're going after the kids. It's a, a strategic, deceptive marketing campaign to drive profits, drive addiction. Insanity. John Katzmatidis, you have an excellent point that you, it really, I feel like, drives home just how horrific this fentanyl crisis is. Well, I, you know, I understand we lost uh, uh, 50,000 uh, kids in Vietnam, 50,000 kids in Korea, 7,000 in Afghanistan. That's 107,000 during those wars. In the last 12 months, I understand we lost 140,000 Americans in America yeah, for, for 12 months. Op- for opioid overdose. 
Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the horrific day on 9-11, the 3,000 that died at, you know, at the Trade Center, you know, and then the wars that we went to. And then you just look at what's happening every year. We're losing like 300 a day, depending on what statistics. That's another thing I want to bring up to the show. You know, the CDC is so dysfunctional. Even the new leader came out and fell on the sword a little bit and said they weren't doing the right thing with some of their, their, program, their programs. Well, the Families Against Fentanyl, they wrote letters to the director of CDC. They can't get accurate stats and up-to-date stats on fentanyl poisonings. They're, they're giving them old information. And, oh, another thing important, important statistic just came out. In San Diego, in the last five years, they've seen a 2,375% increase in fentanyl-related deaths. Wow. Think about that. For a second. Well, on, on the phone with us, uh, Derek, uh, on the phone with us is also former Senator Alphonse D'Amato. Uh, Senator, have you been listening to uh, all the statistics uh, uh, that uh, retired DEA agent has been telling us? Well, let me tell you, he's 110% right. Uh, you have over 100,000 deaths because of fentanyl last year. 140,000. Well, I said over 100,000, but uh, um, that's that's 100,000 plus too much, too many. And, and it's absolutely criminal that we are uh, um, being attacked uh, by China and by the drug gangs in Mexico and, and our open borders. And that's what the heck we have uh, are contributing to this, uh, because when you stop people at the most, don't even know who they are, where they are, etc., and you release them. That's as good as uh, as nothing. That's nothing. And, and uh, this, this is, I think, one of the saddest tragedies that the national media has totally hidden the incredible toll on our people, not only the killing of these young, innocent people, so many of them youngsters involved in this fentanyl, that's number one, but number two, the incredible cost uh, that communities are bearing, working middle-class families. You know, to educate a kid in Nassau County, the taxpayer is paying more than $21,000 a year in taxes per child. Now, for God's sakes, Where's that in 21,000? Long Island. Long Island? Well, Board of Education in New York is like 27,000. Well, look, um, if, if you had only ten or 11,000 immigrants who came into New York City, and it's giving them trouble. Imagine in these other communities. And let me tell you, I don't blame the governors of, of Texas or Arizona or any of those states where they're being inundated. And, and, and the tremendous cost uh, to give shelter to these people, to feed them, to educate their kids, the incredible cost uh, to uh, those states and to the cities and counties and towns. So I don't blame them. And I'll tell you, I think DeSantis did a great thing. You're, you're a wonderful state, Massachusetts. We were, we're, we're an open uh, uh, to everyone. Well, good. So he sent some up there. You, you can't allow just those areas that are being inundated to continue this. And by the way, they've been smuggling, they being the federal government, 
thousands of illegals by flying them in at night, as has been reported uh, by the uh, uh, official up in uh, uh, Westchester, the former the former uh, um, county executive, who said, look, they're flying these people in. Rob Estorino. Right. And Miranda Devine has been covering that in the Post. She's been watching yeah. those planes being unloaded. It's funny. That's Everybody, true. Senator, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. It's, sure, it's just sure. amazing. No one paid attention to the fact that the Biden administration is flying these people in the middle of the night into Westchester, what? dropping them off in Long Island. But now all of a sudden they're hitting Martha's Vineyard. People are outraged. What do you say about that? Well, I, I think they deserve it. They ought to send in more. I, I want to say to DeSantis, keep it up. I want to say to the governor of Texas, keep it up. They're panicking. Uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard is panicking. Uh, they're starting to panic in New York City. Uh, Washington, D.C. is starting to panic. I mean, all of a sudden, it's okay for all the illegals to come uh, across the border, but when it's in their, in their backyard, the panic starts to set up. Isn't that the typical liberal, not in my backyard? Well, look, I don't care about the word liberal or conservative. I really don't care. It's about common sense, and there is no common sense anymore. Well, can I just well, say well, one thing about this? President Biden himself said that the drug crisis is an unusual and extraordinary threat to the U.S. national security back in December. So the question to the president and to our border czar that's not going to the border and doing anything, why the hell is the border then wide open? All these gotaways, they're in our country. The next terrorism act is probably being plotted right now in America because they're over the, they came over the border already. Derek Maltz and Senator D'Amato, they redefined what it means to be secure just like they redefined what a woman is. Well, let me say <laughs> that this is a national disgrace. I know Alphonse D'Amato. He knows what a woman is. <laughs> <laughs> let the record be clear. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, he likes those Italian women especially. Let's protect our, our families, our women, um, our children, because we are under attack. And we should be able to shut this down within a matter of hours by putting our army on the border, shutting it down, and, and return to the policy that we once had, that you stay in Mexico uh, until we've cleared you, Okay. Not that we're just going to take anybody who comes, do a superficial exam, uh, uh, give them a pass, uh, and they go anywhere they want, and 90% of them never come back let to me, the court hearing. Senator D'Amato, let, let me put, put, put on your hat. Uh, uh, should, should the Secretary of Homeland Security be impeached for allowing those people uh, bringing drugs across the, the border? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, the Attorney General of the United States uh, should be the first one, uh, because if he is the man who's calling the shots as it relates to the enforcement of the law, uh, which we turn to him in so many cases, and he allows this to go on and says nothing and does nothing about it, the only thing he's good for is, is bringing investigations against Trump. And, and and let me tell you, there's more to running this government than attacking the former president. Why don't you save and help the people of the United States? I mean, they're a bunch of jackasses. Biden, you are a total incompetent. 
and incompetent by allowing uh, the the destruction of our country and so many of the communities who are being overwhelmed. It's not right. Well, none of us, none of us are arguing about you. And uh, Governor David Patterson was so, uh, uh, you know, upset. He left. (laughs) He ran out. He ran out. He He ran out screaming. He had a gig. He went to sing. Um, let me t- let me tell you this. David Patterson agrees with us. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. There is no doubt. He is a man of integrity, um, and I won't go into how he got uh, snookered out of his job by the former governor, who's uh, who's uh, Patterson. They accused him something about getting Yankee tickets, but he can't even see the game. He should have at least gotten a he discount. He didn't even see the he game. He should have gotten a Poor discount. Guy. That, that, that's terrible. That's terrible. And, and it, let, let me say this to you. We are a nation of immigrants. We should have immigrants coming in. Yes. Uh, a, a million, a million and a half. But they should be screened. They, they should not be uh, uh, just pushed in, let go, et cetera. Uh, and, and we all agree. In. Don't argue with the people that agree with you. We agree with you 110 percent. Yes, Im- well, yes to immigration, but we have to know who's coming and some going. Some kind of checks and balances. Thank you so much, Derek Maltz, a former special DEA agent. And thank you. And keep us posted on the event Saturday. It sounds like an amazing event. And thank you, thank Senator you. Alphonse D'Amato, and I hope to see you soon. Look thank you very much. John. Thank keep you, guys. Good job. Thank right. you. God bless. And uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, We're going to come back with the uh, District Attorney of Queens County, Melinda Katz.